Hi, everyone. Welcome to Guidance to Personal Success podcast. This is Jana Stockman, transition life coach, speaker, and first-generation entrepreneur. I'm here with educational tools to help navigate through personal and professional life transitions. Purpose is to create a channel, provide value-driven advices, tips, empowering stories, and deeper motivation that you could apply to life you deserve. Thank you for spending time with me. Let's make the action happen and turn the power up. If you're a new listener or just subscribe to this podcast, welcome. Being transition life coach, I personally transitioned 6,000 miles away from one continent into another to start life, relationship from scratch, as well as transform my beliefs about who could I become. Having social media presence, I found that provide quick advice takes more than just a quick post or click the action button to get your attention. In real life, it's communication. And only through dialogue, we could come to some conclusion and answer some questions. So I asked myself, where else can I share my message and reach out to someone out there in that transition stage, starting the new jobs, changing life location, perhaps relationship, discovering new goal shifts. I want this podcast to be a platform to take time and address those conversations as well as have a dialogue wherever you're at in life. So let's get to that. Today, I'm presenting five skills to help navigate small businesses and entrepreneurs through change and thrive during this time. Did you know me, you, business owners have one thing in common? thing we all share is a skill to survive. From making a fire, building a shelter, these are the talents within us that we acquire and practice for decades from our ancestors. And that could make all the difference in time without hope and coming out on the other side of Victoria's Survivor. I'm sure you're thinking, Yana, we live in a world full of modern conveniences. Uh, we don't have to go to the extremes. True, but yet the amount of stress we face daily, pressure at home and at work, the fear of failure, not succeeding, greatly bigger than surviving the basic condition and minimum needs. Especially in this high-speed evolving economy where you could become a freelancer tomorrow, and in this growing job market where the working remotely hundreds of miles on the opposite side of the glo globe required to be mentally and emotionally strong. Just like in the good old hunting days, critical thinking, problem solving, adapting, being resilient. This is why it's so important to know how to tap and to learn those abilities to adapt, survive, and thrive. And now the time for action is important more than ever. And after coming to the United States, follow my passion to serve people, I noticed that we often confused about what truly make our life happy, fulfilled, and purposeful. Our awareness, how much we know, 
we're pretty aware of our daily life, who we are, what we do in life, our occupation, um, what hobbies we have. And we choose to do or not to do that or follow through. We know what we know. The next segment is we know what we don't know. And that part, for example, if we know we don't know how to swim or if we know how to speak another language, we have a choice. We could try. We could learn. We could ask for help. But we know that we don't know that. And we know that maybe it's not within our capacity. But we can choose to find the skill set for that. The biggest segment of our awareness, we don't know what we don't know. That's the area where we have no idea what are we capable of. Those are our blind spots that we're not aware of, that we perhaps avoid or afraid to discover. And those are the possibilities that are open for you and anyone else anyone else in this world. And while we're on the journey of discovering who we are, why we do this business, why we started this career in the first place, we're learning what our possibilities are. And we're discovering what's our capacity and how far we can go with that. We give attachment to people and things we know and very rarely to things and circumstances and things we don't know and afraid to discover. What that means for you is by taking inventory of your life, become mindful and self-aware, you could create room for more. So I share all this with you because the entrepreneurship roller coaster is real, especially in the current time. Not being able to generate revenue, letting go your stuff, run out of funds and reserves, sell the business and test another industry, not being able to write yourself a paycheck from month to month. What's trigger when I share that with you? Uncertainty, society judgment, loss of identity, loneliness, stability, certainty, confidence. The reason I'm sharing this with you because I want to show you we're all in this together. And if you relate, let's do some sharing. Reply in the chat. How was it for you? Take a moment to reflect. How was it for you last year? What does it cost you to go through that? Share and notice how this speaks for many. And the third question, how are you moving forward? How is that going? And I want to acknowledge your courage to share. Sadly, it's not advertised. The effort and the struggle of running your own business, uh, it masked and often not highlighted, often sugarcoated. And yes, yes, you can set up alarm to remind to take on to take a minute to savor the good things in life. 
set up the bedtime routine, print out the worksheet and hang on the fridge, create the business plan and track the progress, uh, download the podcast. But it starts with the growth mindset, the belief that skills can be trained and that most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Let's look together. What areas of your professional life you can add more happiness and more motivation when the world is an uncertain stage? Because how we show up in our business is how we show up in the personal life as well, and vice versa, and how we show up in the world. And today I want to share with you those five lessons of my solopreneurship journey that follow the traditional life transition model. Letting go, create new reality, back to basics, adapt, and follow the action. I would invite you to go over each and every single of them to be clear, what does it take? Number one, environment force us to let go something that we're familiar with, deeply attached, to shift something we're not ready for and move forward without it. It often feels like uncertainty, disorientation in the new environment, and let's be honest, frustration. Letting go is challenging and most rewarding at the same time. We go through this in-between time when the old is gone, but the new isn't fully working or clear. For me, it was a story. I did come from the business background and nobody runs the business in my family. So I don't have a knowledge how to be successful at it. But for me to start to letting go that story that I can't and I shouldn't, that was the first step. This is where we would question our identity, being confused, doubt, and be skeptical that it's actually true. Any significant transition make most people feel fearless, anxious, angry, confused. We're anxious when our lives are disrupted and get uncertain. Since the future might not be fulfilled with questions and answers, it's normal to be afraid. Where does this come from? Stay with me here. Between accept the change and acknowledging that we need to let go of the past, accept and begin to feel hopeful about the future, develop an optimistic view in the current unclear transition, then it presents us with uh, realizing we have a gap. And fears of uncontrollable circumstances and the process not always goes in order. You follow? People usually move through the process in a different ways. Often cycling back and forth, keep repeating, thriving, and go back to the ground zero. In this stage called searching, when we want more, when we feel not happy, when we feel like something is missing and we are not inspired and we're looking for the, some motivation. I remember finding myself in this transition where the old is gone, but the new isn't fully clear. I was walking through the customs control at the airport, holding my passport, uh, waving my mom goodbye, holding my tears and 
biting my lip, holding in my hand one-way ticket to the United States. I was felt so emotional, confused and, and, and numb inside. And it should feel like exciting chapter of my new life, moving into the new country, but it wasn't. I was heartbroken and afraid of what will be next for me. I was alone. And no matter how sincere I have to smile to the immigration officer and cheerfully answer, one-way trip, he asked me and I say, yep. And here's the second stage called struggle, where we doubt and question idea, start searching uh, why we've done this in the first place. I was taught to always have a plan in place and looking outside of that airplane window. First time ever, I didn't have a plan. I had this confusion and lack of clarity to see the seeds for the new beginning, the new thinking. It should feel like another trip, but it didn't because of clarity of leaving behind something familiar. Start learning how to move forward without it was hard. Those were the most foggy, uncertain next 10 hours uh, in the air, in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, away from Earth, not attached to anything, but desperately wanting to belong to some ground. And what I found most inspiring and beautiful when through the tears, we things might look blurry, is the feeling when we see clearly without opening our eyes. It's that new understanding. What could be possible for me once we strip down the attachments and how fortunate we are and grateful to become whoever we want to be, being hungry for a fresh air, for hope and new energy and who could we become. And for you, it could be being open for a new role, a chapter of your business with understanding of your purpose and redefine your purpose, why you do what you do, what wakes you up in the morning and learning how to live your purpose, incorporate into your new present. It always a new experience, reorientation and renewal. What that means for you is when we become clear on what we want and who we want to become, it becomes simple. This is where the goals just align and lead our life successfully. On the positive sides, these transitions give us a chance to learn about our strength and to explore what we want out of our life. This time of reflection can result in a sense of renewal, stability, new beginning. Next stage, uh, of a transition we have is create a new reality. Right now, majority of the small business is paralyzed and scared. Not as many see this time being a great shift, but not as many see this great time to shift the frame of new opportunities into something bigger. I would ask you right now, while I'm talking, write it down. What are the new two experiences in this pandemic? Starting from last March, April, May, June, opened up for you. What lessons they teach you? What lessons 
you took away. Feel free to maybe share in the chat as well. But reflect. Just invite you on this challenge to be engaged. And being willing to accept new opportunities, we must be open to the new understanding. Create a habit and maintain the attitude. For me, leaving my full-time job to start my own practice was finally a fresh air of hope and energy. Scary place, but hopeful place. For you, it could be open a different stream of business, pivot into designing a new product and learning how to communicate to ideal, to ideal clients and what they need right now. This is the time to set the new frame. I love to call it blueprint. For those who wear in contacts or glasses, you might find it very helpful to adjust the focus, get a new frame. Unless we switch the lens and see the opportunity, we would play on the same level smaller or using the same game plan. I share this with you because this lesson to new perspective and experiences encourage you to shift. Electing yourself, stop debating issues. You're the only one who make shifts happen. You probably heard it, right? Shifts happen. And that moment we embrace in the new identity, when we decide, when we choose, and learning to connect to the sides we are afraid or afraid to dream of. And I would remember standing in the front of an immigration officer asking me the question, assigning me this called A number, alien number with nine digits. Many of you are familiar with that. Um, that would be my identity, alien identity, for the next seven, eight years in the United States. And 10 years later, after receiving the letter from the White House um, signed by our past president to prove my belonging to this land. And those saying were in my head about dreams come true or be careful what you wish for, become real. The dream influenced my whole life to belong to something. Dream of new identity and dream of being unique in my own way. We are creatures of habit and set in very familiar ways. We often forget the ability and skills we gifted with to create and influence our own reality. Live the dream, even if it's out of this world. Why am I sharing this with you, that story? Right now, the time may be something you didn't dream of, or afraid to dream, every day we have a choice to put our best suit or a costume and inspire others, make someone smile, influence someone and encourage by your bravery, stand up for your dreams. When we in a moment of crisis, we must remember how far we come along. And the next would be back to basics, back to essentials. If I would offer you one-way ticket to better life, what would you bring there? Feel free to comment in the chat. I call it suitcase mindset. This is exactly what happened to me. What was my essentials and to put in that one suitcase moving to the United States? When you evaluate your priorities and what's important 
and declutter those noises and doubtful voices. If you don't know what's important to you, start to discover what you value in life. What matters the most? This will help bring the focus and clarity on your priorities. And it is much easier to make decisions for what fits in your life and what doesn't. Applying this will not leave any room for what others tell us what we should want or have to be. Because we are often confused about what makes our life happy, fulfilled, purposeful. It comes with a price of progress and fast-paced life. It also comes with expectations and role-playing. It comes with enormous amount of pressure and stress to keep up, to fit in, to be relevant. And market is overflown with amount of services and offers. And to build business from the ground required skill set, dedication, vision that not everyone has. At this stage of transformation, when it feels like the rock bottom, questioning ourselves we will always tap into the basics of why we start doing this in the first place. I remember three years ago, I was sitting in front of my laptop screen, typing announcement about my website launch, starting my business, leaving my full-time job position. And before I pressed that submit button, the voice of judgment, comparison voice asked me, what do you even have to offer when everything already on the market. Why do you think your services that valuable to change people's life? And you know that God-wrenching truth about that comparison voice was right. I guess I'm not going to open the moon for people to become clear on what their purpose is and how to navigate life successfully. It's not a rocket science. That by stop telling yourself limiting stories, procrastinating, and find that source of potential and start following through on goals, I wouldn't tell them anything new. Now share with yourself. What can you offer that no one else in your industry can? And there is one thing that I'm better and I'm good at, dot, dot, dot what would that be? I'll give you a hint. There's one thing that you can offer. Being yourself. What did we have all this time? The answer always brings us to the basics, to the essentials. You always had yourself, your skills, your talents, dreams, your purpose, your story, where you come from and what are you about to do. This is the only game can really win. And pressing that submit button, announcing to the world, I am in, I am in a game, makes the difference. Your unique skills could make the difference in the world. That will allow you to build personal and professional bond with your audience. Your background and experience might answer the question, what creates the value to working with you for, those, for your clients, for your customers? Unlike anyone else on the market, what creates the value to work with you for your clients? How their life would change by working with you? Here is why it's important. 
once we realize the value of our stories, whether it's being first, second generation entrepreneur, starting business with nothing or with something, often not knowing how to navigate, changing life, being lost, traveling with no stability, by exposing ourselves, someone might get even bigger value, get inspired, connected with you, invite you to collaborate and create a team or invest in your mission. This is where the real success begins. Being confident, abundant with clear vision, what do you create in the world? Number four, once we recognize it's in us, we transform. Adaptation is about embrace the change, incorporate in life, make a routine, a new norm. It is very typical to panic and fear in the moment of crisis, of course, and while we're transitioning. So how do you stay then relaxed and feel easy during the crisis? Non-turbulent when business not moving forward. And there is crickets from clients. How do you turn on a positive mode when lack of inspiration and creativity struggle is real? What do you do? The answer is you take a different approach. You take a different approach. It's that simple. The solution against any crisis in life begins initially with fighting its causes, such as dealing efficiently with the source of negativity, the toxic environment, lack of knowledge or procrastination, tackled earlier enough and efficiently. And to be honest, it will be some time before we understand the full impact of the pandemic on our businesses. But the history tells us two things. Even in severe economic shutdown, some companies are able to gain advantage by increasing both sales growth rate and, and, and margins. And crises create not only temporary short-term change, but also some lasting changes. The fact is there is a growth in every opportunity is a fact. When we adapt and reconfigure business models in the moment of crisis, we adapt to its, its growth. And we must start with our own beliefs, adopt them first, something that we knew was not only maybe working last year and believe it to be right and adopt today, believe to be the new right. Point here is adopting the new right of your new reality would keep you on the feet during the tough times and crisis. So I'm having this conversation with a colleague of mine sharing this struggle on how important for entrepreneurs to keep uh, the ducks in order, wearing multiple hats, make sure you look good and all of them. Because the fear of mediocrity at the beginning stages of the business is real. And at least it was for me. At the young age, performing and standing in the third row on the dance stage, for several years, felt like I was being the backdrop for this front row dancers, not adapting my belief at that early age. Later in the middle school, I would find myself in the back row of A plus students yet again. And realizing now that it was a definitely made up belief that the only successful chosen one could lead 
to be better at what they do. Because fear of never reach the level of success would always leave the future ahead of us. That expectation would be always leading us. Once we adopt a new skill, trusting the process, willing to test something new, this is where we would see the difference. Projecting and assuming struggles will always keep feeding the belief. I'm going to be broke. I will be rejected. I'm going to lose a team. I'm not going to generate enough. So I go in debt. There's responsibilities that will be stripped down to. And how much guarantee do we have that it will actually happen? Not much, right? We're only assuming and projecting it. We can be sure about it as we can be about anything else and a potential future. Last year showed us clearly that. In times of crisis, it is easy for businesses to be accustomed to old habits. But right now is actually the time in which new approach are most valuable. Support is always available. You just simply have to create a request. What is it something you need right now to take on during this time? What are your best skills? Who will partner with you? And where is the tribe of like-minded people getting together that you can join them? I could relate to your thoughts right now. The choice to change is an easy one. Choosing to adapt to something new required a strong understanding of integrity to be true to yourself. Knowing what's important for you, and that's where we started at the step three. The back to basics, what's important for me, what I prioritize, and what isn't. The question for you is important to reflect and write down would be how much energy you choose to invest into the practices and actions that are not working or serving you any longer. How much time are you willing to settle for less and waste into the prediction what should could happen? And let yourself know when enough is enough, when there is a specific deadline for that, when you fed up. And we are at the last and the most important part and lesson of transformation is follow the action. I remember being eight year old, come home upset that I got a C in the mathematics class. Everyone got great results except me. I thought I'm the one who didn't get the memo how to be better. And I would sit on the chair and quietly, my dad would look at me and notice that I'm upset. And he would say, what's the matter? And I would reply with all my passion, how it's not fair, how I'm making a decision that I need to quit the school at this point and there is nothing good about it. <laughs> he said, sweetie, the best gift you will always have is a choice. Choice to make it right or wrong. Choose, choice to adapt or to stay upset. Be it afraid or do it anyway. Or stop worrying instead of being a warrior. 
And we all in this time experience the situation. What separates us from all of those success stories is the choices we make to influence our future. We have to ask ourselves, what I have to do more to grow in my business and what I have to do less starting today. Does that add value to my life? Yes. Then how does it affect? Influence your community, teammates, family. If it was not our choice to be affected by the virus, what's our choice now as a leader to be certain and adding value to influence people with a powerful mindset and certain message? Reason why actions are a big part because we naturally tend to compare ourselves to others, to previous stories, to previous steps we make and to the future version of ourselves. So it's between past and the future, how we want to be better and bigger. Comparison destroyed any forward movement and struggled when, when, while you live in a present moment with a present talent, with a present skill set. I would encourage you to quit, quit distracting, debating issues and start being and start be captivated by your purpose and actions that you take in order to create those results. And what if you already better at what you achieve and do today? I bet it would be great, amazing day to wake up to, isn't it? As we position our businesses by traditional sources, business models, we also must factor anomalies and changes to revamp those models so we can learn knowing that we cannot only survive in the crisis, but we also can thrive in post-crisis life. The good news is that you always have a choice how to react to things that happen to you. You cannot control the circumstances, but you can control reaction and your attitude. Don't let the circumstances control your actions. Don't put expectations on results at the end of the game on what you're trying to accomplish. By doing that, putting your sense of accomplishment into the something that you don't have total control over, instead focus on activities that lead you to that result. There is one more thing that you can control is your actions. Is the amount of effort you put in and how much effort you're putting in order to hit those goals. And our perception of the negative impact of a stress is more harmful than experience the stressor itself. And I'll repeat, our perception of the negative impact of a stress is more harmful than experiencing the stressor itself. And in other words, if you believe that crisis is, har- is harmful, crisis will have negative impact on your health and business and life. Turn the stress into actions. Actions to call new prospects. Actions to follow up with people who want to work with you. Actions to apply for that desired grant position that you never had enough time to look for. Well, I might have feeling that something is wrong, 
but this feeling will go away as soon as we start pursuing on that. As soon as we start thinking about the new opportunity, Nicole's meeting will arise on the horizon because the world changes and accelerates and nothing's still the same. We are evolving. I use my stories with you today to share a lesson that I learned transitioning to run solopreneur business that without the blueprint. The beauty of that for some of you, you could create your own successful blueprint to follow. What is your story you're telling yourself today to your customers? Will that be a story of bravery or recovery or giving up? Make an upside of a transition. This is your opportunity to thrive and create some new outcomes and experience. If you, you choose so, of course. Your current state does not define you. you same person you were yesterday. Doing something you're really passionate. It gives the premise for the life satisfaction. What is your passion? Ask yourself, what is that one thing you really, really enjoy and you get excited about? And how about to get paid for doing that? Our life right now is the product of the thought we think, the stories we tell ourselves, and the habits we choose on a daily basis. We all have ability to change our life. It just entails a few changes in the daily routine. It isn't easy, and it's going to take some time, but once we start implementing, our potential life become limitless. Would you agree? It will be my honor to answer your questions. Hear what are your takeaways. Learn what resonates from this conversation here. And how may I be in help in supporting you and your next big goal, transitioning to the greater future. I encourage you to make your success a lasting experience and always have tools in place, which is I happily share consistently on all social media platforms. You can find me through my website, janostakman.com, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, this podcast. And if you need to invest time in yourself, get the opportunity and schedule that free discovery coaching phone calls. And I will be happy to guide you through your personal success journey.
I encourage you to make your success a lasting experience and always have tools in place, which is I happily share consistently on all social media platforms. You can find me through my website, janostakma.com, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, this podcast. And if you need to invest time in yourself, get the opportunity and schedule that free discovery coaching phone calls. And I will be happy to guide you through your personal success journey.